gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier, y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. Yo, 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier, sitting here with the wonderful D. D, what's up? Yeah, what's up, Zay? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great, man. First, I want to say major salute to all our listeners, all our yes. guests we had. We uh this this week we hit the top three on the charts for the top three business podcasts in the country. And we built this platform up from the ground up. So that was like major for us. I want to say. Congrats to you, D. Yes. Thank you, D, for being a great co-host. Hey, thank you for leading away, Xavier. And again, thank y'all <laughs> to everyone who listens, tunes in every week. It doesn't go unnoticed. We truly appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. And um, before we start the show, I'd like to advise everyone to please subscribe, like, share, rate, l- rate leave that five-star mm-hmm. rate and review on the show. We greatly appreciate all things. Also, right before we start, I'm going to go to our first sponsor. And this episode is sponsored by The Blueprint. Reloaded, of course, made from Brian and George. They were on episode 142 of the podcast. In their course, they go over all things about how to get in the car rental business and industry, how to make money. And if you, that's something you're interested in, the link is in the uh, description of this bio. Like I said, if you're interested in the car rental uh, industry, it's very popular right now. Make you some money. Mm-hmm. Get that, Hit that link. Get that course to get started today. So getting right into the episode, I'm excited about this episode. It's going to be a dope episode. We have a very, (laughs) very special guest today. We got an IG expert and entrepreneur. Her name is Arielle Carl. We're extremely happy to have you here. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Came all this way and I'm really excited for it. Yeah, yeah. We're excited. We're excited. What's crazy is I have been following you for a while. I want to say it was like honestly months. And I was thinking like, man, she's so dope. I love what she's doing. And then when your people reached out to us, I was like, no brainer. Bring her. Like, tell her I want to do it. It was immediate. So thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Getting right into the show. So for the people who um, may not be familiar with you, you mind just giving some background on yourself? Sure. Um, So I started getting into Instagram monetization in 2020 Mm -hmm. during the pandemic. Um, I released my first digital product while working nine to five. And that ebook took off. Like Mm -hmm. it went crazy. I got six figures in just three months time. And from there, I was like, okay, I can I can capitalize on this. Mm -hmm. I could pivot. I could become that entrepreneur I've always wanted to Um, because technically my first two businesses failed. And so this one kind of came out of nowhere. I was just doing it as a side hustle at first. Um, But I've learned so much from studying Instagram's algorithm, uh, learning from past mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I got into a digital marketing career. Mm. That's fun. Yeah. I want to ask because uh, this is this is dope, you know, especially with Instagram right now. It's like it's it's, it's always it's always changes. I want to yep. say salute because I know you also you did uh, five hundred thousand in twelve months from that Instagram as well. That's, yeah. yeah that's, so how like let's let's go straight into that. So how did how did you do that? Yeah. So I started with that first ebook, okay, and that was a hundred k of that first five hundred thousand. Um, from there, people started asking for more. They wanted mm-hmm. coaching. They wanted more digital products, they wanted courses. And so I really just started giving people what they wanted, what they Mm -hmm. were asking for. Um, I launched my 101 services and then I launched a course at the time called Selling From Scratch. And that made a large chunk of that first 500,000. 
Um, so it just came from courses, came from digital mm -hmm. products. So mm -hmm. why in particular the ebook? Like what inspired that idea? And for anyone who may be interested in creating one of their own, what advice would you give on, give on that? Um, it came from watching others, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like I saw other people launch ebooks and I was like, you know what? Like I could do that. I don't yeah. see why I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And so I pulled it together because in a past life, I was a music artist manager. Really? And so, yeah, I did that for four years and I used to manage their accounts. I used to manage mm -hmm. their social media. I got one of my artists verified. And so I learned a lot from growing their following mm -hmm. and learning how to like get fans. Um, and so I put all that knowledge into the ebook. And it just came from my passion, just came mm -hmm. from my know-how. Anyone that wants to create an ebook, I would say, look at your passions, look at you know what you're good at, what skill sets you have, what knowledge you have, and then think of how you can package that into something that's in demand. You got to make sure people actually want it. Yeah, they want it. All right, right, right. <laughs> so do your market research and yeah, just put something out. So what, when you started um, this whole process, where was you at like following was? Like, did you have a big following, a small you following? No. So I started from scratch. I started from zero um, in 2020, and I released the ebook at a thousand followers. So mm -hmm. like, yeah, it wasn't followers. much. Like, it was a very small yeah. following. I still made 25k the first month, mm. but I was growing simultaneously. Of course, like mm -hmm. I was doing promotional and growth techniques, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of that came from like shout out pages and like mm -hmm. promotional pages. And so I started getting a following from that. And the ebook was like, people started just word of mouth. Right. <laughs> so I got a lot of following from there too. Mm, that's interesting because I think a lot of people, when, you, when it comes to making money on social media, people had this misconception that yeah. if I don't have a big following, how am I going to make money? Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I talk about that all the time because people are like, I need a hundred thousand right. followers to make serious money. Not true. It's really not. Mm. <laughs> so for that, wouldn't you call that a, a micro-influencer is the term? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I started very small. Um, and I think I, I only blew up, not only because I was consistent, I posted mm -hmm. every single day, um, but I had value for people. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just like, you know, not quality. I was focused on personal finance and like how to make money online, mm -hmm. how to start a side hustle. I was also doing real estate stuff, so some real estate tips. Mm -hmm. So I made sure to provide value for people so there was a benefit for them to follow me. Mm -hmm. mm. So let's go into this. Uh, you said you post it every single day. Yes. And you know many people struggle with that. They, they don't do, know how to yeah. be consistent. So how did you stay on top of that and make all that happen? Well, I, I made a routine for myself, um, and that that's what worked for me. Now, mm -hmm. it may not work for everybody, but when I was working, I would wake up every morning. I would think of the content I was going to create for the day. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it didn't take me too much time because I was used to Canva. I did a lot of graphics mm -hmm. on Canva. So it took me 10 minutes to make my content, yep. posted it, you know, right before going to work or on my lunch break. And then after my lunch break um, or even after work, I would make sure to engage with everybody that interacted with the post. So I took mm -hmm. time to like get back to DMs, get back to comments. And so to work that into my daily routine, it just became a habit. For others, I would advise to maybe batch your content. Like nowadays, I'm kind of like batching stuff. Mm -hmm. I'll do a bunch of posts in one day and just like save it for when I want it to go live. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. No, that's, 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 uh, that's really good. Let's talk about Instagram for a second because Instagram, mm -hmm. like I said early on, is always changing. Yep. New updates, <laughs> new ways to 
to I guess the al- the algorithm is always up to something crazy. You might get always. shadow banned. Like I'm shadow I'm shadow banned right now, man. Oh, no. Instagram help <laughs> Instagram man, help a brother out. Oh, man. My gosh. So let's let's talk about like the tips on beating Instagram's algorithm and how to yeah. get more engagement on your page. Like do you mind mm-hmm. talking sharing some tips regarding that? Sure. Um so yeah, Instagram is changing like literally yeah. every day. And it's, it's kind of been hard to keep up with, like no, even for us crazy. experts, like honestly, mm-hmm. every day is changing. And so we have to try new things. Like we have to work through trial and error constantly. I'm always testing new content. I'm always looking at my analytics. So for anyone that want, that's like struggling with the algorithm, I would say that you need to just try new things, um, especially what Instagram is trying to push, which is reels right now. Like reels is the ticket, like videos in general. Um, and it's nice to do videos cause you can kind of put on other platforms too, like right. TikTok, TikTok, YouTube shorts. Yep. Um, but if you're trying to beat the algorithm, study the market, pick a niche, you know, something you're knowledgeable of and think of who you want to serve and how your messaging and content relates to those people. Mm. And how, how often should you be, um, in your opinion, how often should you be posting like on a day daily? Yes. So if you're just starting out. I say you should go ham for 90 days. Like, just go ham. Like, post once a day to your feed every single day for three months straight. Um, and that could come from batching your content, right? And also having planning. Like, you have to have inspiration to draw content from, exactly. which is another key element. Um, after that, if you do it right, you should have a little traction. You should have a little following. You could probably, you know, relax a little bit. But I still try to post every day. Like, and I'm here now and I post three to five times to my stories. Um, I do live once a week and then I really try to focus on reels now, maybe like three to five a week. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Something I'm realizing when I be taking my breaks is like, especially specifically with Instagram, other Mm. platforms seem like a little different. It's like, if you abandon Instagram, it'll abandon you. Like, yep. if you go, if you, like no, for real, yeah. like, if you go, like, if you go a week without posting, two weeks without posting, yeah. you try to come back, Instagram will be like, nah, I ain't nah, rocking I ain't with you like you. that. Oh I ain't showing you no love. So, is that something that you notice as well? 100%. Yeah, 100%. So, the algorithm kind of punishes you yeah. for not showing up. Like, right. it really mm-hmm. does. Um, so, if you gain, you know, some traction, you got to keep it up. Otherwise, you yeah. may lose it. You may even lose followers. Like, I know when I was getting married and, like, things were coming up, we were planning the honeymoon, I was, like, ghost for a little bit, and it definitely reflected in my engagement. Like, people, engagement. people forget about you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if your post don't just show up as right. much because of the algorithm, but, like, people forget about <laughs> yeah. you. There's so, always somebody else out there. Right, right. So, else. yeah. <laughs> So when it comes to content, would you say like you have to be super creative and thinking of all these unique things when it comes to your content or is there another way to get around that? Because, you know, everybody doesn't feel like they're a super creative person, right. but right. they do have the consistency and the drive to make the content and post it. Yes, I would say you do not have to be a super creative person. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started my page, it, it looked completely different from what it is now, but I drew from other people. Like I figured out, you know, I I follow people in my industry. I looked at their content. I was figuring out like what performs well and how I can tweak it to fit my page or how I can redesign it to fit my page. Sometimes I would credit the person Mm -hmm. that came up with it. Sometimes it's just internet stuff that's been around for years and you just repost stuff. (laughs) But I do not always reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. And that takes a lot of the pressure off. Like Mm -hmm. when you have inspiration 
and planning. Like I would recommend everyone go to their explore page, um, follow people in your industry. So your explore page kind of reflects that and start saving posts that you think you can do something with later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's Jim. It really That's is. Jim. And do you think, um, cause it's like a lot of people, like everybody's making, not everybody, but a lot of people is making money from social media right now. So, and mm -hmm. it, but there are people that's like, no, I can't do that. Well, that's not for me. Do you think it's possible for, because in my opinion, I'm like, if I'm if you, if I'm gonna be on social media, I'm gonna make money. There's no point in me being on it if I'm not gonna be making money, sharing my personal Agreed. life like this. I should be getting a check if I'm gonna be doing all that. But do you think it's possible for everybody that's on social media to to monetize their their page? I do, but I feel like that's more of a mindset thing. Like if people ask me, like, do you think I could do it? I I ask them, do you think you can do it? Like. I have that sort of response right, right, because right. I want to, I think everyone is capable. Yes. But you have to think you're capable and you do have to put in the work. That's for sure. It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put in some work. Unless you make, go ahead. Do I see you on oh, something? This is a quick question. Yes. So um, I know we've been having a lot of talks about being verified, the blue check and what it means mm. for your Instagram page and the validity of your page. Do you think it's absolutely necessary to have it or does it really make a difference when people are looking at your page? Um, necessary to make money? Definitely not. But <laughs> it helps with the trust factor, right. which is like a big component when people want to buy into you when you're a stranger online to them. Mm -hmm. You have to build up that trust with your followers. You have to build a relationship with them. So that little blue check definitely gives some like magic to it. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, like this person must be credible. Right. Instagram's verifying them. Mm -hmm. um, so it does help, especially with ads too, um, yeah. with Facebook ads. Um, people are like, okay, this is a verified source. I'm going to look at their page. You probably mm -hmm. get more follows than someone who doesn't, who isn't mm -hmm. verified. So mm. it helps. Is ads something that you personally invest in or do you prefer for your, um, your engagement, everything to be more organic? Um, I don't have a preference, but I haven't mastered ads. Okay. <laughs> so that 500,000 was like organic, like 99%. I did mm -hmm. try some ads here and there, um, hired an agency too, That's impressive. Mm -hmm. but things kind of just broke even. I never made like a profit from my ads, but it was great for lead generation. It mm -hmm. was still good for like securing some customers, but I do believe everyone should start off organically to mm -hmm. first understand what works yeah. and to validate your offer. Like, mm -hmm. don't just throw money at your, your offer in hopes that ads are going to blow it up. Like, that's mm -hmm. not how it works. It has to work by itself alone. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, let me get more exposure to it. Mm -hmm. that's, that's impressive. To yeah. make that money without uh, spending, doing ad spend like that. That's, that's extremely impressive. And I know you mentioned early on that you said you was at the 9 to 5 when you started. Are you still there now? No. Shout out. Yeah, So, so um, when did you leave and when did you know it was time to leave? Ooh, so I gave myself a number, actually. When I made the first six figures, um, that's how much I was making mm -hmm. at my 9 to 5. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I want to triple my salary like outside of it before I quit right mm -hmm. um which is you know kind of a crazy number but I was like you know what like the money's coming in like let's see yeah. if we can do it so when I got to the three hundred thousand dollar mark in revenue that's when I was like okay let me do this full-time mm. yeah you know you knew, like that's a good I think that's a good mark because a lot of yeah. times people they'll make let's say if they make a hundred thousand a year they might make forty five fifty thousand dollars <laughs> from they side hustle and they like hey i'm i'm making money i'm done i'm, I'm leaving the yeah, job yeah no you have to be very uh 
I don't know. You have to make sure you have like emergency fund set no, up, facts. some security set up. You have to make sure the money is consistent. <laughs> like, yeah. don't just quit willy nilly. Like, no. No, no. Five, I mean, doing five hundred thousand a year—that's a good sign. That it's, it's probably time to take your talents elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, that was a <laughs> good sign. So, speaking of um, the consensus, consistency when it comes to sales in particular, what mm. advice would you give people to keep them consistent? Because I know mm. how discouraging it could be to do really good one week and then a lot right. of people say it just falls off and they can't really pick it back up. So, right. what would you say to make that work better? Um, you just have to work through it. Like, mm -hmm. there's ups and downs right now. I would even say my business is kind of like revamping. Like, I've hired three new people. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, the profits aren't as high. Like, there are seasons for business. And right. as an entrepreneur, you just have to understand that. Mm -hmm. If you're starting out, it definitely could be frustrating. But understand that it takes people on average seven times of seeing your product before they even buy it. So mm -hmm. if you're not promoting yourself every single day, mm. you're literally missing out on money. Mm -hmm. That's that was leading literally to what I was about to say. I was going to ask you on that role where you said the 500k in 12 months. How often was you promoting? Every day, every, every day right? <laughs> every, every day. day right? Like I did not hold back from being like, "Here's what my course can do for mm -hmm. you. Here's what my ebook can do for you. If you need this, right?" Mm -hmm. Was there yeah. ever? But was there ever a time where you felt like? Um, because some people get the, what's it called, imposter syndrome, when they yeah. feel like, was there ever a time you feel like, okay, I might be promoting too much or I'm scared to promote myself? Because that seems like a common thing with a lot of people. They be is. like, I seem like I'm doing too much. I'm scared to promote what people going to say. Was yeah. that, did you ever, would you, did you ever have a moment like that? Personally, no. <laughs> However, so many of my clients deal with that. They deal with like, oh, I'm annoying my followers right. when I promote my business. And I, I always, I guess I always had an entrepreneurial mindset and I'm just like, I'm serving my people. If I'm selling something to you, I'm really serving you in a way. So you just have to think of it like that. Like someone is walking away with something when they buy from you, when they invest mm -hmm. into you. So you have to shift your mindset from the consumer stance to the producer stance and understand that, you know, imposter syndrome can get everyone for sure. Right. Um, but just show up anyway. <laughs> mm, just show up. Yeah. And just know show your up. value. Yeah, yeah, know your value. Yeah, if you know I feel like if you if you if you truly know your value and it's truly valuable, mm. I think that makes it much difficult to ha experience imposter syndrome because you know like yes. I'm valuable. I know how many mm -hmm. people this is helping. But if it's really not helping people and you like subconsciously like yeah. you know like Ooh, and it comes through too. Yeah. Like the lack of confidence comes through. Mm -hmm. You don't want that to come through. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So on, on on this journey, like what's some of the um how much let's say let's say this, how much did you um invest into education? I don't mean just money, I mean it could be like reading books or anything oh, like that. Oh yeah. So when I first started, as I said in the beginning stages. My first two businesses failed. Right. So I was doing photography and videography back in college. Okay. Kind of little side thing, mm -hmm. um, which gave way to me getting into the music industry because um, I learned so much, you know, being a videographer and doing music videos. I was mm -hmm. doing like music videos for people in Miami. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And so I, I, get, I got into the entertainment business, did that for four years straight, um, and that didn't really work out. So like... The success of my artist was there, definitely. Like, as I said, I got one verified. I got two of them on BT Jams. I'm over here at Jamie Foxx's house in LA. I went to Usher's birthday party. Like, all the stuff that seemed successful, yeah. mm -hmm. but no money was in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like, at all. Money was going out, though. Yeah. But, like, the big break never came. And so, because of that, that's when I had to get a 9 to 5. That's when I had to pivot mm. and be like, okay, 
I'm just getting too old to be kind of living off my parents' money. Mm. Um, so I need to I need to learn. I need to go back and, and teach myself something new. And so I got into just reading books. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. I read uh, Think and Grow Rich. That's a great book. A lot of money mindset books. Mm-hmm. And then The Automatic Millionaire. Mm. So those three books set me up for like personal finance success, money success, uh, money mindset success. And then I launched that ebook and then everything kind of just took off. But I think it's because I stepped away from what wasn't working, reevaluated, started, you know, investing into myself in educational ways. And then that happened. That happened. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> one, one second. I, I want to uh, piggyback on something real quick, but before I go into that, we're going to go into our next sponsor. This episode is also sponsored by the morning meetup. One thing all successful people have in common is strong connections. If you're trying to break into the entrepreneurial world, you're looking, you're looking to network with like-minded individuals, or you're looking to take your business to the next level. Currently, entrepreneurs from all across the country meet up every morning for a daily meeting from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern to start the day off right. If you want to join this community, there's never been a better time to try it out because for a limited time only, you can start a seven-day trial for just $1. If you're looking to get started with the morning meetup, you can go to www.themorningmeetup.com slash $1 trial. And like as always, the link for that is in the description of this podcast episode. And speaking of uh, education, like those books you mentioned, those are all great books. But I think a lot of times people, well, they'll just hear people mention books and it's like, it's sometimes it's cliche where it's like, mm. man, I'm not going to read that. I'm not going to learn nothing. But the truth is like it's books like that specifically, it's hard to read those books and not take anything away from without mm-hmm. like some kind of transformation because yep. education, it kind of forces you to see things differently. Like no matter what position you in, like even if you already rolling, like making a lot of money, sometimes yeah. it's good to read it once a year. So you could kind of read. Stay in that mindset. Yeah, stay in that right. mindset. So I think that's important for people to understand that education is everything for real. You always got to be learning new stuff. I don't mean just college or anything like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like books and yep. podcasts, YouTube videos, all those things to continue to educate yourself. And you, it's hard to not go on the right path when you mm-hmm. continuously educating yourself for real. Mm-hmm. Was, yep. And that honestly just made me think of like, especially as an entrepreneur, because if you don't stay on top of it, like, do you know how hard it is to ma- maintain like that entrepreneurial Man, mindset? Mm-hmm. Like it's so many ups and downs and different things that you experience. So if you're not staying on top of keeping your mindset like straight, it's not just the mindset, the business part. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the part you got to keep going. Maintaining right. is hard. That's a yes. skill in itself. It's hard. It's a skill in itself. <laughs> yeah, for yes. You, from, but from uh, your experiences, what's the key? At least for you, because I know it's, mm-hmm. it's different things for everybody. What's the key for maintaining it with you? Um, I do have moral support, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like That's important. Um, Even though I was making the money, like, last year, like, this year has not been as successful. Like, I have not made that mark yet. And so I'm always trying to figure out, okay, where am I going wrong? Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. can I turn to that knows more than me? Right. Um, my mom's an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur too, so I tend to her a lot. You know, I have her as a mentor. Mm-hmm. I have my husband for emotional yeah. support. So mm-hmm. I always just try to go back to people that are smarter than me, <laughs> or at least that can help me emotionally get through whatever I'm getting through. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. important. Yeah. What about you, Zay? <laughs> what? Like, what do you <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your perspective on it too, though. Like, what do you do to kind of maintain that mindset? Um, I was just somebody. That's funny. At the event, somebody asked me this, and I said, I take um, I take breaks. I ain't gonna lie. I take, I take, yeah, I take breaks when I feel like I'm getting burnt out or getting tired from stuff. I'll take a break. I'll take a week, 
off and just chill. And then I'll look, I'll look, read something, watch something, get some new inspiration. There's like fuel for me to mm -hmm. keep going. But I think you got to know when you're getting burnt out, especially yeah. when you at something hard year after year after year. Yep. Sometimes you can get like, all right, I'm getting tired. Well, the inspiration is not there no more. Mm -hmm. That's what, so I just take some time off. Well, let me yep. ask you that because with social media, like we talked about earlier, it's so hard to take, to go right. away, to walk yeah. away because like we said, your engagement is going to go down and pretty we'll much <laughs> people will forget about you. Yes. But like, what would you say is a good way to kind of give yourself that break, but also keep things running with your that's social good, media engagement? That's a good question. Mm. Well, there's two approaches. Either you could just take the break and just be like, F it. Like, mm -hmm. my engagement goes down. That's my mental health. I'm yeah. taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Forget it, right? It's just numbers. Yep. Um, so you can absolutely do that. Or you can kind of automate the, the posting process. Mm -hmm. So you can use um, Facebook Creator Studio where you can set up posts that are scheduled and just okay. post on your behalf so you don't have to actually be there to be present. I love that. Yeah. That's what I'm about to do <laughs> next time. Yep. Yeah, next time I'm definitely going to do it. I'll take exactly. a two-week sabbatical. I'm just going to be out. Schedule it schedule out. Schedule out so I can still be there without being there. I yep. got another question. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to talk about the failed businesses because I feel mm -hmm. like we've all been there at some point where we had an idea where we thought it was about to take off. It was amazing or <laughs> yep. just something that didn't particularly work out. And now it's like, dang, I really got a business that's failed. And mm -hmm. a lot of people just completely leave the entrepreneurial space right. together, but you came back and gave it another try mm -hmm. and now it's taking off. So mm -hmm. what mentally did you go through during that time process to bounce back from that failure? Mm. I was distraught really? <laughs> at first. I really was. Uh, I felt like I let people down because I was managing three artists. Mm -hmm. So I had to individually tell them, I can't do this for you anymore. Mm -hmm. So that, that to me felt like I was like leaving their dreams. Like, mm -hmm. cause I kind of, I was helping them. Right. Yeah. And I felt like to leave that, I was letting people down. Um, I felt like a failure cause we didn't make the big break that I promised them. Mm -hmm. um, so to deal with that, it, it, took me some time like I, I became a little reclusive like mm -hmm. I was at home at my parents just trying to figure out what to do with my life like a little mm. existential crisis <laughs> um <laughs> but it'd be but, like that <laughs> yeah it'd be like that that's life but I think what made me get back into it was just being inspired from other people like mm -hmm. I watched other people online make guap yep. <laughs> and I was like I'm gonna I'm try like I know <laughs> I can do it like I know I yeah. can and so I just kind of give myself a pep talk it seemed like you always had um, confidence in yourself. Where does, where does that come from? You can say that, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Um, honestly, I guess just growing up. But as I said, I had a support system. Like, my friends were always like, yeah, Ariel's going to be the millionaire out the friend group. Right. I don't know why, but that's what they would say. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to believe that. You then. Believe it. Like, let me believe that. Um, and then I did have predecessors. I had my parents who were successful. And I think that just instilled... And still that in you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's extremely important. Because I think, from my experiences, like, the older I get, I, I see, like, you know, it takes a lot of skill, talents, brains yes. to mm -hmm. win in life. Mm -hmm. But when I'm realizing, like, probably the most important thing is, like, confidence. Oh, my mm -hmm. gosh. Like, if you, I, I know people that, I, me personally, I'm not the brightest person in the world, but I'm confident in myself. And I'm going to yeah. move and I'm going to act like mm -hmm. it. And I've yep. seen others 
that's not the brightest people in the world, but they're extremely confident. And they go far. And yeah. they go far. <laughs> really far. They, they brazen. They're going to move like they gonna yes. move like they're the smartest person. They're going to act like it. And people believe that. they like, who's going to tell you differently? Who's going to tell you right. differently? You're right. like, if you, carry, if you carry yourself that way. But I, on, the other, on the other side of that, I've seen people that I know are brilliant, extremely wise, extremely smart, but they're not that confident and they mm-hmm. don't get as far. Mm-hmm. So that's like confidence is... You hear that's all the time. like a number one factor. I no. can tell you how far you're going to get <laughs> based on how confident mm-hmm. you no, present facts. yourself. Like, facts. it really is a huge factor to success. Yeah, no. Right. Everything. No, it is. And, but, uh, like, but it always it always kind of amazes me when I see, when I when I look at people, I, be, I wonder to myself that when I see people that aren't that confident, I always, always wonder, like, why aren't you, like, why don't you feel like you can do this? But I think right. it always goes back to, like, life, your upbringing, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a... It's a conscious thing, too, because, like, you have to be aware of yourself to mm-hmm. even become a confident person. Mm. So if you're not even aware of your own thoughts, like, your negative self-talk, your self-dial, if you're not aware of it, then it just, like, happens. Mm-hmm. And then you just become it. So you have mm. to first identify, like, oh, you know what? I'm talking bad about myself. Let me stop. Like, mm-hmm. that's silly. And mm. then just kind of get more positive. Because a lot of people don't even realize how much they do it. Like how much you, they negatively talk they, to them. Yeah, 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 yeah Talk that's to facts. themselves, and especially in yes. conversation with other people. When you're a confident person, you just see it on people. And it's like, dang, like, like boss up. Like, feel good about yourself. <laughs> like, give yourself that positive energy to do it. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it it's practice, it. I think. For those that are like, it's hard. I guess it just it comes with practice. Like, mm-hmm. how can you practice being confident? Like, fake it. You could fake it. Fake they say fake it. it. They say you fake could, it. You could just fake it till it's real. No, that's real. Because, you know, a lot of times the saying fake it till you make it. People take take that as, like, um, present yourself. Like, um, as ingenuine. Ma- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, materials. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to look rich until I actually become rich. But on the other side of that, it could mean, like, confidence. You, you could, could. If you lack confidence, you could fake and act like you're confident. Right. And eventually, you do it long enough. You ain't got to it's fake it no you. more. Yep. There's no more faking. You're really going to be a confident person. So. Yeah, because that goes into social media marketing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really an influencer yet, but I'm on there making content. <laughs> like, I'm a lifestyle yes. influencer. And who going to tell me different? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are what you call yourself. You, you like. are. Mm. Let me, let me <laughs> yeah. ask you this, though. Like, what is, what's the, um from the stuff that you see, what's the biggest mistakes you see people make online when it comes to building a following, building a brand? Um, probably giving up too soon. Damn. Giving up too soon because they didn't see the results, maybe like how I did, like overnight, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Right. Or they see other people, they only see people's highlight reels. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, oh, I'm not doing that. They're doing better. And so they just quit because they don't think it's for them. So I think, you know, you, it takes time. Like, I don't know if y'all know that meme. But there's a picture of this guy who is like trying to go after diamonds, and there's two yeah, people trying yeah. to go after diamonds. Mm-hmm. And one yeah. guy is like, he's, he's right there, close. and he's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna quit. Like yep. this is taking too long. And the other guy keeps going. Keep he going. gets to the diamonds. That's what you got to do. <laughs> that's a fact. No, yeah. that's, you get, but that's so. I think um, like people would hear that and they're like, man, that's easier said than done. I ain't getting no results. Mm-hmm. It's been two, three years. Like, why should I keep mm. going? You know what I mean? Like, it, mm-hmm. you'll see people that build, they've been building their brand for five years. They still yep. got yep. 700 yep. followers. And they're looking at someone <laughs> who popped off the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, at that point, you got to do some <laughs> self-reflection. <laughs> you got to ask yourself, okay, let me look in the mirror for a quick second. Like, what's not working? Because, um, I mean, it's possible to get, you know, to the diamonds. To the but diamonds. you do have to have 
that self-awareness again. You do have to know where you're messing up. You mm-hmm. got to see where people are doing better. You really have to study the game to be successful at it. Mm. So let yeah. me ask you this in terms of IG. Do you think mm-hmm. Instagram is becoming like oversaturated or is going to eventually fall off? It's like a... Because, you know, people aren't feeling as connected to Instagram mm-hmm. as they used to because now you got it's TikTok. Super and, yeah, yeah. And it's like a bunch it's, of advertisements yeah. and stuff on it. Do you think that's yeah. going to be a problem? Um, a little bit. I definitely think Facebook is kind of <laughs> messing some things up yeah. because they're obviously trying to push advertisements mm-hmm. and revenue. Mm-hmm. And people don't like that. They came for like, you know, the real connections with yeah, people, connection. which is kind of why TikTok is doing this thing. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you do have to think of the long game. I still think you can build an account from scratch and make money from it on Instagram. I definitely think that. But how can you repurpose your content for other social media platforms? Mm-hmm. Like, try to be present, you know, in multiple areas. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it mm-hmm. actually just made me think of something. Because just look at it, like, what take away Instagram, but, like, all the companies that's popped off lately, starting from Snapchat, people yeah. love the simplicity of it. Yes. Then, you know, Instagram, Facebook copy that, and now TikTok pops up. People love the simplicity of it. But yeah. Instagram, Facebook still it. TikTok so is just funny too. It's hilarious. There's yeah, so many funny like too. funny content on But it's simple. It's not clouded. It's not. Like, yeah. yeah. Instagram stuff. is definitely like the culture of Instagram is a little like fabricated. Like a little yeah. like I'm living my best life. Yeah, everybody. TikTok is like you know I'm just gonna show up. I'm gonna talk to the camera. <laughs> right. Like, let's go. People wake up out of bed. They wake up out of bed. It should be going a million views. Like I, I really wish Instagram could get to that, and maybe it will because so? they're implementing reels. And people might just show up in that way because, like, mm-hmm. TikTok has that culture. Um, but, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. That's a good point. I never looked at it like that on TikTok. People just show up. Like, they show, yeah. they'll be laying in bed, buying it on, everyday stuff. But Instagram, you, it's like a, um, Instagram yeah. is like a damn fashion, it's a fashion, fashion show. Fashion, it's a fashion show. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is changing. But like you said, it's still... Um, you can still make money on Instagram yeah. if you if you know what you're doing. So like, what's uh like as you said, you, how many how many uh courses or ebooks you have out now? Um, so I have one ebook bundle and I have two courses and okay. then I have my signature eight week coaching program. Okay, so what's the two courses? What are those? Um, engagement to payment, which mm-hmm. is great for beginners, people that are like, what the heck is a niche? How do I find one? Or how do I create an irresistible offer? Um, I also have a masterclass called 15K in seven days. And that was just an Instagram live replay that got a lot of popularity because I made a good amount of money money in a week. week. (laughs) And so um, that was right when like the algorithm changed and reels became popping. And so I put that as like a course too. Mm, Irresistible offer. I like that. What does that mean? Irresistible offer means people cannot say no to it. Like Mm. people are like, take my money. I need this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So there's some elements you need to learn as a marketer to make that possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it came to like, because you coach people, right? Mm-hmm. At what point did you know you were ready to step into that space? Because, you know, a lot mm. of people, they feel like, oh, I can't coach people. I just, you know, I'm not there yeah. yet or I haven't built up the experience. When do you know it's like right to actually coach people on something? Um, it was from the feedback I was mm-hmm. receiving. So my ebook. The very first ebook was teaching people how to grow on Instagram, but also kind of how to make some money. I wasn't that focused on it at the time, but it did have some elements of like, here's how you monetize. And so when people came back to me and they were like, I got 400 followers in a week because of this mm-hmm. ebook, like a $20 ebook, or people were like, I made my first $1,000 because of it. Yeah. That's when I was like, 
okay, like I got some social proof. Like I got some, you know, people are getting real value from this. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, that didn't make me feel like an imposter or whatever. That's what I made. I made it known that like my value is here because Mm -hmm. people are saying it's here. Like here's the social proof. And Mm -hmm. so coaching made sense. So Mm -hmm. out of all three services that you do offer as far as coaching, the course and the Mm ebook, which do you like the best or which would you encourage people to start with first? Um, I would tell them start with the ebook first because mm-hmm. it cost me seven dollars to make that ebook and I made six figures from it. Mm. So the profit That's margin. That's a hell of a return right there. You can't beat that. Profit margin was insane. <laughs> like a- um and I think it's great for <laughs> beginners because it doesn't take too much. Like I made the ebook on Canva, you know, so they have all these templates. I mean, I happen to make my own template from scratch, but you can choose templates, you can mm-hmm. make an ebook in like a couple hours or really a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and have it out there, have mm-hmm. it ready to go. Mm. What, what platforms did you list your ebook on? It was on Gumroad. Gumroad, Gumroad okay. yeah, Gumroad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's I would say that's good for beginners too because it's not too tech heavy. Mm-hmm. It's literally just a checkout page, and it's it's easy if you're starting mm-hmm. out. Mm. Easy money. I want to I wanted to ask you about something that I I, I like. You saw, you tweeted something that I really like. I want to ask you about it. But before I go, so we gonna go to our next sponsor really quick. Are you looking for a simple way to increase your monthly income and jumpstart your journey to financial freedom? We've cracked the code to Amazon's multi-billion dollar marketplace, and we want to introduce this lucrative opportunity to you. It's called dropshipping, and it's one of the most lucrative ways to passively make money online. What's mind-blowing is that it requires zero inventory. Our DFY Commerce team has created a turnkey system to bring our preferred clients a six to seven figure passive income stream. And the beauty is the process is simple. One, we will build and launch your store on Amazon. Two, our team researches, curates, and lists product for you. Three, we continually optimize your store to maximize profits. Four, our team fulfills all of your orders and customer service inquiries. The potential is endless with DFY Commerce. We are strategically looking for serious clients who are equally excited and serious about growing their income portfolio and want you to get in touch with one of our DFY Commerce team members today. Schedule a free, no obligation consultation, which will include a detailed revenue projection. So you tweeted, your success is 100% up to you, no one else. Stop waiting for someone or something to come along and save you. And I completely <laughs> love that because I feel like I know at least, at least me and my personal life, when I took 100% accountability for my own life, that's when things started to change. Is that mm-hmm. something that simil- was similar with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's, I get so much like traction or some feet or some, I'm not even using the right words. I get so much like rebuttal Rebuttals. from stuff yeah, like, like that. that. Yeah. Because people are just, a lot of people have a victim mentality. They really mm-hmm. do. And I, I try to reach out to those people too because mm-hmm. like that's that's just a whole mental block that if you get in the right place, you can you can make it, yeah. right? Um, but I 100% stand by what I say. I do think you have to be an active participant in your life. Like mm-hmm. You cannot be a bystander. You cannot be someone that just reacts to what happens to you. You have to go out there and understand that this is your life. And yeah. if, you, if you don't like the circumstances... It's in your power to change it. Mm-hmm. So many people are like, oh, I can't quit my job because X, Y, Z. Okay, you can't quit it now, but when can you? Are you going to have a yeah. plan to quit it? Are you going to try to apply to new jobs? That could go for relationships. Mm-hmm. That could go for money issues. Whatever it is, like, 
come up with a plan to get out of a circumstance you don't like. Mm-hmm. Just change try. Your whole yeah. Life. Change it's your whole simple. life. Change your way of thinking. <laughs> no. Yes. No, that's that, that, that's real. Because like you said, it's... It seems like it's very popular now. Like when it's t- when you talk about a victim yep. mentality, yeah. it seems. Ex- I don't know if it's social media. I don't know what it's it is. Social media, because in real life, I was like, I, I don't think I come across these people in real life. But when I go on the internet, it's like everywhere Everyone I look. It's a cool it. thing yeah. to do. Yeah. That's what it, I think. It's a cool thing to seem like uh, you down, and everybody should feel sorry for you. You can't mm-hmm. improve your life. Is everybody else fault? It seems like that's a very popular thing right now, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to like. The under thirty crowd. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, what the you hell is that. going on? It's like, so is it some in the water or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it's a hard mindset to come up out of if no, that's facts. just what you put yourself in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think you have to trick yourself. Like you have to convince no, you yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the faking it till you make it. Yeah. Just again, yeah. It's, especially if you don't come from an um, extremely supportive background or don't have a supportive background, you really got to do a lot of faking because everywhere you look, everybody's telling you what you can't do, why you're not going to do it. So you got to just trick your brain and just keep continuously tell yourself over and over, I can't do this, I am going to do this. It might sound mm-hmm. crazy, but sometimes delusion can be good. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. Sometimes delusion can be harmful. Yes. But it could be also It's a double edged sword. It's a double edged sword. Like you could yes. be delusional to a point where you could it could work out for you if mm-hmm. you're confident in the right way and you're actually moving wisely. Mm-hmm. It it's be, delusional until it happens. Yes. <laughs> no, then it's like, okay, you you were right. No, exactly. I get it. No, facts, facts. I wanted to ask you though, um, because this is a common topic for a lot of people. Do you think the aesthetic of your Instagram page is actually important? To a degree, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, people just like pretty things. Yeah, <laughs> so people are going to resonate with the pretty stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen successful entrepreneurs have very simplistic material and pop off. I've mm-hmm. seen people not have the highest quality of videos and still amass 100,000 followers. So like, it's, it's not um, 100% necessary, but it does help. So I always try to keep you know, quality photos. Mm -hmm. I try to keep quality graphics. You don't want something that's grainy, looking unprofessional, bad lighting. Like, that doesn't really work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when it comes to monetization, how soon should someone be aiming to monetize their platform? Let's say you're starting from scratch. Say Mm -hmm. my goal is to build an audience. Like, how soon should I be, like, trying to gain profits from this audience? Uh, Good question. I would say you have to do a lot of planning first. And really a lot of market research first. So Mm -hmm. people, I don't want you to just put your product out there and be like, all right, I'm ready to go. Like people buy. Like, no, you do have to sit there and validate your offer, which just means you have to check if it's in demand. Mm -hmm. You can check if people want it. Um, And you could do that by pulling your current audience if you have one. You could do that by doing secondary market research, you know, Google, YouTube, case studies, all that stuff. Um, cause you want to make sure whatever you put out is in demand. And as soon as you start to build awareness around the product coming out, you should have like a, you know, a little launch plan, maybe 30 days. It mm. can even be two weeks. Um, but you want to let people know, Hey, I have this coming. Mm-hmm. Here's what you can expect. Build some anticipation, some hype, and then you could drop it. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, that's definitely, uh, that's no, that's facts. Cause we, yeah. we got a, a friend of ours. She just did, uh, I think she <laughs> did 3 million in a day. Yeah. Or two million, two three, or three million. Like three million. I think she did. Hours. She did three million in twenty four hours. She just launched her stuff on what day was it? 
Teachable. Monday. Tuesday, I think. Oh. Yeah, it was on. I think she launched on Tuesday. This yeah. past Tuesday, she did like I know she did a million in fourteen minutes, and she did I think three million in twenty four hours. But she she like she scheduled her stuff out. Like I think she like for thirty days. She was talking about the launch. Thirty mm-hmm. days. Gathered yep. up those emails and all that launched, and she she's she's killing it. So that's, and that's how mm-hmm. long it takes. Like realistically, um, I think your product should be done and finished, and then you have a whole thirty day planning period, launch mm-hmm. period. Build awareness, mm-hmm. period, um, and then you can you can let it go live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to uh, talk on because I feel like a lot of times with your audience is they don't know they need something until you make it known that they yeah. need yeah, it. That's true. When you start educating <laughs> yeah. them, so like can you talk on that for a second. Like, what are some things you can do to pretty much educate your audience or let mm-hmm. them know like this is a particular product that you need. Um, yeah, that goes back to understanding your target audience's pain points. So once you know what their problems are, sometimes they're not even aware of what their they're problems are. Problems so are. you have to point it to point it out to yeah. them. You have to agitate them and be like, this is your problem. This is yeah. what you're struggling with. This is what you have challenges with. Keep it on their mind. <laughs> yeah, keep it on their mind. And they're like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, like I really <laughs> am stuck. I really am, you know, f- trying to figure out the Instagram al- algorithm. Um, so you have to point out their problems to them, mm-hmm. like show them, you know, through your content, this is what you're struggling with. And then people become aware of their problems and then they mm-hmm. want to do something about it. Yeah. Then they want to solve it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Cause I know that that's what gets me to bottom of stuff. Cause mm-hmm. if you're constantly like, you need this because of X, Y, and Z and pushing on me. Yes. Here I am like, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I need that. <laughs> yeah. And that's being user focused too. Cause mm-hmm. some people online, they're just like, buy my stuff. Right. Yeah. But what's in it for the person? Like, mm-hmm. you have to explain the benefits someone gets if they put money in your pocket. Like, mm-hmm. what do they walk away what with? What do they walk away with? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you this. Let's talk about the con. The, the, what do you think are the cons? Because we always talk mm-hmm. about the, the pros of, you know, building an audience, being on social media. Mm-hmm. What do you think yes. are some of the cons that come with it? Because there are two sides that come with this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say showing up can become a con mm-hmm. because it could feel like a chore after a while. You're like, oh, man, I got to post some content mm-hmm. today. Like, I got to think of something. <laughs> um, so it could it could kind of get redundant in a way, like the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, or just the fact that, like, you kind of deal with anybody online. Like, I deal with people calling me names. Like, mm. I deal with, like, trolls, mm. haters, yeah. all that trolls. stuff, the negativity it's going to show up, like, especially mm-hmm. if you're kind of a public figure. So you have to be the type of person that can handle that or learn how to handle that because that's mm-hmm. definitely a con. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, this this is a mentality I kind of, like, embraced, like, recently. I think haters is a good sign for growth, for a business, <laughs> for an entrepreneur. Now, that's if they are truly haters. Now, if you're getting, <laughs> if you're getting real criticism... That's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah, that's different. Right. Criticism and hating. Because people will call criticism hating. And it's, a, this, a, it's this, this definitely a difference. But somebody criticizing you, it could be a valid criticism, and somebody hating on you. So if you're getting haters, which is like people that are just talking ish for, no, for no reason at mm-hmm. all, if if, if, I'm, if that's going, it's like, I need more haters. I, that's my mindset now. I just need more and more haters. People just hating on me for no reason because that means I'm growing, I'm doing something right. I'm getting in front of more people. So it's like, I embrace it now. It used to kind of annoy me, like, what the? But now I'll be like, yeah, come on, come mm-hmm. on. I, every yeah. time, like, any anything happens where it's major, like, if it's, if it's looked at as bad or it feels bad, I'll be like, this is a good sign. That means we're going in the right direction. That means we're growing. Mm-hmm. So I need more people talking shit or yep. talking down. That lets me know, like, 
Yeah, we're going in the right direction. We're getting bigger and bigger. It's more yeah. people finding us. So that's, a, that's how I look at it. Too. It's, it's inevitable. It really is. It, and it does kind of show your indicator of success. Yeah. Like, it does. More, yeah. <laughs> more people opposing you. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm causing a little stir. Like, yep. y'all if, getting mad. <laughs> because if you don't, if you don't got people, just being real, if you don't, if you don't got people hating on you, that means you're probably not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nobody knows you. You're probably not doing nothing. Yep. Because your immediate circle gonna always praise you. They gonna yep. yeah. They gonna so as they should if they if they if they truly y'all true friends or family mm -hmm. whatever they should give you your props and you know what I'm saying and whatever you want to call it. But other people that don't know you, that's just gonna come with it. People gonna talk. That's gonna talk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they, you want to talk. The more, sometimes that's people's personality too. They just gonna talk. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes just to get a reaction out of you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like oh I yep. see Aria. She's so positive and. I've been trying to I, I I comment nice things on her stuff all the time. She don't reply back. You know what? Today I'm gonna say something foul, <laughs> yeah. so she can finally be like something, something to <laughs> something. me. Just I'm gonna get her attention. Yeah. People do stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like yeah. for real. I mean, I I delete stuff. I I really do. I don't keep like crazy negativity. Right, on my right, page. right, right, right. I really mm -hmm. delete it, and you mm -hmm. have the power to do that. Yeah, as that's the creator of your page. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. feel free to delete, block, report. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, do it all if you have to. No, nah, people mm -hmm. people be like, oh, why are you deleting comments? It's my page. It's my page. <laughs> and it's just like, as an entrepreneur, like, especially when you're in a customer service-based field, yes. people feel like you owe them everything. Yeah. Every piece of you because they purchased from you or they are thinking about it. And that's just like a weird space. I think entrepreneurs just got to navigate getting through that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. And I want to ask you something about um, products. We're talking about... Uh, I mean, I was, I was about to say, I'm tripping. Digital, <laughs> digital products. So, like, what do you think is a good, um? because this is, this is another conversation I have often, too, with entrepreneurs. Like, what do you think, is there, like, a set limit of products people should have where it's like, all right, this person's mm -hmm. doing too much. They got too many products. Or, like, what do yeah. you, you think about that? <laughs> um, I think there's two approaches to how you want to make your money. You can either be the type of entrepreneur that puts out 100 products a year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> me personally i'm like nah that's, that's too much that's like too i don't much. i don't i worked low ticket at first like i had a 20 dollar very affordable product mm -hmm. and that made me some good money but i realized that i'd rather you know raise my prices to reflect my value and give more impact to people mm -hmm. i'd rather have a more intimate group of people i'm coaching that are really about it mm -hmm. and mm. so people that get my little ticket are like oh it didn't work and it's like well you didn't even apply exactly. from the 20 dollar ebook like you didn't even apply what i was saying yeah. um so i i pivoted my whole business to match that i didn't mm -hmm. want to deal with the masses i didn't want to deal with ten thousand customers mm -hmm. i would rather have a very select group of people mark my prices up you know to reflect value and do it that way. Mm -hmm. I was I was literally going to say I was going to say I bet you um having way less issues with the people that's paying that higher ticket than the people that was paying you that twenty dollars. They probably way was in your less. emails it's all the middle of the night. <laughs> like they like depending on that twenty dollars. Oh yeah, you said blah blah blah. I, was gonna I know. I get and this. people were even saying that was my rent. My, like, well, girl, why'd you do that? Why did you do that? Don't do that. That's a, I, that's a super important to note on when yes. people for for the people that's listening or around the world. If you got your last rent money or bill money, like just wait to buy this course just or whatever wait. it is. Save because if it save up, like say yeah. like that's for courses and stuff is for extra money that you had that you could buy stuff. You shouldn't be everything you leave your your last dollar mm -hmm. shouldn't be spent on the course for real. Just uh -huh. just that's a good piece of well, advice. Well, people I got also are kind of looking for a savior too. And that goes back to my tweet. They're just yeah. like 
oh, if I do this, like this is going to be it. This is it for me. me Not realizing that one course probably won't change your life. It has the potential to maybe, but you have to understand that it comes from your actions. Mm -hmm. It comes from your implementation. And you probably need more than just one course. Mm -hmm. Like you probably do. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. And you also got to have set the expectation that your journey is not going to be like everybody else's. It's not going to yes. work out the same way it did for right. you or, you know, yeah. for us. Like, you got to realize, like, your journey is going to be different. This is your path, and you got to focus on that. Mm-hmm. No, that's, 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 you won't that's, be so disappointed mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out <laughs> no, that's the right. way you expect. That's facts. I want to ask you, for the for someone that's listening to this, and they're probably in a position where they um were at their 9 to 5 that they dislike, probably not because where they are in life, they think they should be. Like, what's your best piece of advice for that person that's looking for a way out of that current situation they're in where they might not even believe or confident enough to feel like there is a way out of it? Mm. If you're not feeling confident about being able to be an entrepreneur, is that what you're asking? Or just, it just they, they might not want to be an entrepreneur, just in a situation that they're not happy with, that they want to get out of that situation and live a more abundant lifestyle, mm-hmm. life, and all those things. Mm-hmm. My advice would be to focus on your mindset. And like mm. do first do an environment audit where you mm, look I like at that, I yeah. like that term. Yeah. That's the first time I heard that. <laughs> I, ain't never, I ain't never heard that before. I'm just using that. Do an environment environment audit where you look at your friends, mm-hmm. you start to evaluate, like, are they supporting you or are they holding you back? Right? Look at your family, look at the money situation you're in. Like, am I doing everything I can do? Um, is there room for more? Is there room mm-hmm. to get better? Start looking at your home, like literally look every aspect of your life and see where you can improve. Yeah. And then maybe you'll you'll start to see a path to like get out of the situation you're in. Mm. Mm-hmm. Environment. I'm about to start saying that. That's <laughs> like that's that. dope. Yeah, that's, that's dope. You can trade my that. Environment, no, for real. That's real though, because that's where everything starts. It's mm-hmm. your current environment. Mm-hmm. Like you and even on a um I know on a physical level. Like, if your finance is not well put together, it's probably hard to physically leave an environment. But I already t- I always tell people you can mentally leave. Yes. And don't let that, like, go that over your part. head. Like, mm-hmm. books, visualization, that's an imagination, that's an escape. It might sound corny and cliche to a lot of people, but if you can see something, I feel like you can, it's possible. If I, I know if I can see something, I know I can truly do it. If I can't see it, I can't visualize it. I'm like, maybe that's not for me. Yeah. But if if I know it's easy for me to see it and to see it over and over again, visualize, I know it's possible. And like Come they say, get there first. Yeah. So you could, yep. that's the first step. And at least in my opinion, like you need to, if you can't, if you're in a bad position physically, just mentally leave that position. That's the, and it's free to do that. Mm-hmm. It, don't cost you no, it don't cost you no money to sit back and just visualize mm-hmm. or uh, meditate. Be. Exactly. Yeah. It don't cost any money to do that. Mm. Yep. It, and do you have any, you have, uh, any other questions? I know I got one more. I got one last question. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you talked on Instagram about DM strategy, mm-hmm. and I wanted you to touch on that, explaining yeah, what it is to have a DM strategy and what should go into that strategy. Yeah, so I'm actually about to put a course on this. Oh, so this oh. is good. This is good. <laughs> Be on the lookout. <laughs> but I, I held a masterclass called Captions and DMs Masterclass, and I made a lot of, I closed a lot of sales mm-hmm. through my DMs. And I didn't do it the traditional way where you like cold DM people mm-hmm. and you're saying, you know, like, here's who I am. Here's how I can help you. No, mm-hmm. I had people DM me, which means like I had people that were already interested in mm-hmm. my product come to me. So the call to actions 
on my post say dm me a certain keyword right mm -hmm. to learn about xyz and so they'll dm me that word i'll send them a template message that gives them you know lets them know the benefit of my mm -hmm. courses how i can help them and then they're more likely to convert and buy because they had that access to me one which mm -hmm. kind of builds the trust yep. and they get to have their questions answered they get to have you know well i was thinking about this course should i take this one instead from you and so mm -hmm. they have that like real life interaction and that in my opinion, seals the deal. Like, mm, I love see, that. Because there's so many people who be like, uh, don't DM me. Go straight to the website. Right, they right, don't right. want to talk to you. But it's like, come on, y'all. Well, you're missing <laughs> out. you kind of missing out on money yeah, a little bit. Because people, everyone is a stranger online. Like, no one knows you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm. some people want that little extra step. If if you could, you know, um, mm -hmm. my DMs were looking crazy at some point. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's helpful. You yeah. don't got to give them everything. But you no. can give them enough to get them to where you want them to be. I love, Correct. I love when people lead me to my question because that was literally oh, gonna be my question. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask because I feel like everybody online getting attention. Like everybody, mm -hmm. you, everybody getting a view on their stuff, but mm -hmm. is everybody closing the deals to actually get that money in their pocket? Yep. So I was gonna ask you is like the, the literally what you think is the key to actually from going you to getting that. the attention to closing the deal, making that sale. Mm -hmm. mm. So your content needs to have a purpose. And the, there's different categories. So there's, you know, one to raise brand awareness so people can just understand who you are as a person. You're not being salesy. Um, <laughs> the other is like kind of promotional. That's where you start to uncover your offers. That's when you start to go into uncover detail. Uncover your offers. What do you mean by that? You start to let people know the details of what you can do for them okay. like through your offers. Like your okay. solution is your offer, right? Okay, okay, okay. Um, so you let people know what that is and... I think just being intentional and purposeful with the content goes a long way. So you're not just posting to get famous. You're not just right. posting for likes. Mm. You're posting for sales. And that's like a whole different strategy. Um, so you're not really like for me, like I don't pay attention too much to my engagement rate. I don't pay mu much attention to how many likes I get on a post. I want to know how many sales am I converting? How many leads am I going to get? So even though some people, some people go to my page and it's like, you have so many followers, but like you only got so-and-so likes on this post. And I'm mm -hmm. like, well, little do you know, I don't, I don't care. First off. Yeah. And second off, the point of the post wasn't to get likes. Mm -hmm. um, so focus on mm. call to actions and do that every single time you post. If it's not to boost engagement where you're telling people, save this post for later, um, you know, comment below, whatever, then have your call to action say, DM me to book a consultation. Click the link in my bio mm -hmm. for more resources. So you need to have that call to action that I think a lot of people miss. Mm, so, the, so the difference between posting for likes and posting for uh, sales is basically a call to action. Yeah, you could say that, but it's also it's also uh, kind of warming up the audience too. So you don't want a cold audience. Like you need them to be aware of your product they, they need to be aware of what you have to even offer to even want to buy want to so buy. you have to walk them through here's who i am here's what i have for you all right you're interested here's some social proof mm -hmm. that's going to like seal the deal and make you make a decision to buy that's a gem right there yeah that's a gem because you like I, I like that you said that you're not posting for likes you basically posting to find to find those to reach those people that you know mm -hmm. are going to spend money with you mm -hmm. yep that's what it's about that's what yeah. it's about I got one final question. <laughs> if you had to give a percentage breakdown to your feed of posts, how much would you allocate towards personal content and how much would you put towards business content? Mm. That's a good question. Thank you. If I had to allocate percentages, I would 
probably say 90% is probably focused on the brand and the business mm-hmm. and 10% is personal. Mm-hmm. Um, even some personal content is disguised. Like, <laughs> oh, like I got married and I got married debt free. And how I did like I do that? that? How did I do that? From monetizing my Instagram, mm-hmm. from, you know, creating a business online. And so people are like, what? Like, I want to have that lifestyle. So the lifestyle posts for me are even kind of like business oriented mm-hmm. because I want people to see what's possible for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes I just post personal stuff, like just for no reason at all. Like we posted our gender reveal gender last reveal. week. Mm-hmm. Congrats. No Congrats business. on it. Thank you. <laughs> no yeah. business purposes. Just, yeah. you know, just cause. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it also helps too with people feeling like they know you and they connect to you. Right. It does. It all mm. works together. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Was that. No, that was good. No, that, was, no, that was great. And before we before we wrap up, I just want to say, me and Deanna, we definitely, definitely appreciate you coming out, taking the time out your busy schedule to fly out here mm-hmm. to come on the show. We de- we do not take that for granted. So, firstly, I want to say we appreciate that. And secondly, is for the people that's uh, listening, watching, where they do you mind plugging all the things you got going on where they can follow you, mm-hmm. purchase your ebook, course, everything. Yeah, so you guys can follow me at Ariel Carr. Um, I have some new courses coming out. I got some new heat. Okay, all right. I got my DMs and captions masterclass, and then I I have my signature program called Hashtag Socially Paid. Mm -hmm. That's going to be opening up again. That's my eight week group coaching program um, coming in April. But if you want something immediately. You can do one-on-one sessions with me, or you can go to the link in my bio on my Instagram and mm-hmm. see the other courses I have. Okay, perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we wrap up, you guys can follow me, fo- follow me on all platforms at Xavier C. Miller. That's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, whatever else there is out there. <laughs> right. And D, what's your info? And you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Deanna Kent. And you can follow me on YouTube at Lessons in Life and Luxury. And that's all we have for you guys on this episode of Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. See you guys next episode. Peace. <laughs> you gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people. If you know they solid, elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouches. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant.